previously on the campaign trail. Good lord, there's a way out here. I wonder if I can pick the lock. Okay, cool. Uh, yes, you managed to click open the door, uh, and uh, it yeah it screeches open uh, with rust and again like cobwebs and dust. Uh, ahead, the corridor heads down in another set of stairs. It's very dry. The dust hangs in the air from where you disturbed it, and the sort of clouds of it around you. You can't hear anything from the other side of the door anymore. Uh, you come into a circular chamber. Uh, there is another door on the other side. In the centre of the room uh, is a circular platform, and in the centre of this platform is a table with two chairs. And sat at this table is a figure hunched over with their back to you. A skeleton in plate armour! You can see the skeleton like start to shake with the vibrations. And then its head tilts up, and its empty eye sockets look at you. It turns to you and rushes. Can you roll for initiative? I would like to get my whip and sort of just like whack the head off. Pelikos, I think as you're going, with your sort of roguish uh, knowledge and your history of uh, lockpicking, you notice that these wall panels, eventually you start to notice that they've got little handles on them and hinges. Uh, these are all doors. Uh, you step back, coughing, and a horrifying face lurches out of the crowd. Sunken eyes boring into you, horrible lipless mouth agape. The dust clears to reveal it's a corpse standing upright in the niche. Eventually you come out into yet another circular chamber again. The table in the middle of it, figure sat at it. Uh, this figure is wearing a pointy hat. I am a victim of the great gambler, Rene Codgers. So, uh, you head into the next corridor, and again, you see more of these metal doors that you know to hide bodies. Dareth and Pelikos, you feel that some magic has been triggered here. Both ahead of you and behind you, all of the doors start opening, and the undead start coming out towards you. Uh, Dareth, you're up first. Alright, paint me a word picture. How many okay. zombies and how close to them am I? Uh, I would say there's probably about 20 uh, in front of you mm-hmm. and uh, probably another 20 behind you. Okay. That's a literal butt-ton of skeletons. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. And the, uh, the, the, like, the front of the queue, shall we say, is like within melee range. Surrounded. Well, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to go for the middle of the queue with a bit of... Thunderwave. Are you going for the ones behind you or the ones in, in front, front of you? Okay, cool. Thunderwave. So, Constitution? Oh, yeah, it's the 15 foot cube. And, yeah, Constitution. Hey! Critical <laughs> failure. That somehow fails the check. <laughs> um, where am I? I need lots of dice for this. 22 points of thunder. Yachi. Boom. Because it's thunder damage. Pelicos. Various. Pelicos, the campanologist. <laughs> I am ringing that bell. <laughs> I'm really, really casts very good necromantically. Yeah, it's a uh, constitution. Uh, no, it's a wisdom save, I think, from the zombies. And surprise, surprise, they are not particularly wise. 
And the ones in front uh, fail spectacularly. And the ones behind also fail. fail. Uh, so they are pushed back. Uh, I think it's 20 feet. I think they just run away from you. Uh, so yeah, you've cleared a path. Shamble away. Uh, yeah, the ones in front of you um, kind of bunch up and uh, are kind of stuck trying to get through a closed door. Uh, and they've kind of like made a pile and they are all terrified of you and are like scrambling away at this door. Oh, uh, believe me, you should be terrified of my campanology. <laughs> uh, so the skeletons behind you go next and they're going to make another wisdom save to see if they can uh, recover from their fright. Nope. Uh, Jay, you're up. I, I think we should use this this um, period of grace to do what? Well, hopefully run forwards rather than run away. Well, the way forwards is kind of blocked by a load of zombies. Oh, heck. Well, it was... So we're now kind of bunched up. <laughs> well, it, it was either this or the bagpipes of stealth. And I couldn't... <laughs> <laughs> or the bath bomb. Might... I forgot about the bath bomb. Or maybe so. Mm -hmm. I don't know. Oh, oh anyway. <laughs> Cheers, my dears. Uh, uh, it's your go. I guess they're out of melee range now, then. Uh, yes, they are. Okay. Maybe I'll just shoot one of them. Yeah, go for it. Uh, the ones in front or the ones behind? Uh, in front. Let's uh, clear a path. Yeah. Yeah, go for it. Ten. Yep, that hits. Seven. Damage. Seven. Cool. Uh, yeah, I think you take out like two or three of them. Uh, like the bolt just goes doop, 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 right through, through three of them uh, and they collapse down. Uh, so these skeletons are going to make another wisdom save. Uh, what is your spell save DC? Oh, that's a good question. Spell save DC is 14. So they've got, a <laughs> they've got their work cut out for them because they've got minus two to wisdom. Um, <laughs> That's 19 minus 2. Oh, well. Oh, 17. Okay. <laughs> so, <laughs> just, they just snap out of it, uh, but that is their turn. Uh, Tilda, you're up. Okay, uh, oh. I'm going to do a bit of yellow double shot lightning arrow. Ooh, so, good thing. Okay, so first roll is uh, 18. Uh, that hits. And second roll is 17. That also hits. Yeah. Uh, so, do. We said four. Four D8, didn't we? D8, yeah. Nineteen. Jesus, yeah. Uh, yeah, you take out about <laughs> half of them. Uh, yeah, the lightning just goes. And uh, about half yeah. of them all collapse down to the ground. Uh, Dereth, it's you again. Okay. Um, I have a question. Okay. Is Ursula here? This is a good question. Uh, <laughs> Is she here? Let's make this decision now. Always here in our hearts. Okay. I mean, should I tell you what I want to do with her before we decide if we okay, want her yeah, to be here to it. do it? Uh, I'm using some very basic skeleton psychology here. <laughs> and I think that they're going to be pretty afraid of dogs because of that whole dog bone okay. thing. Okay. So, so, so I want to just like... I don't know how I'm going to do this. Do you want to make like a deception check? To, to like convince them that the dog's coming after them. Fetch! <laughs> yeah, I, I can deceive. Can I deceive? I got a 10. 
uh, against their wisdom, which is six. So yeah, <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Uh, they right again are like clambering over one another. I think uh, I feel like we should do some psychic damage for this. Um, roll two d six psychic damage. Eight cool. Uh There's only a handful of zombies left in front of you. Uh, Pelicos. Right. It's well. That's a really good question. Um. Well, there's no point in ringing the bell again, is there? Um. <laughs> uh, spell time. I suppose. It's a firebolt. Cool. Go for it. Uh, the ones in front again, I imagine. Yes. Yes. Uh, do I have to roll? I think you. I think I think I roll this one. I hold them. I hurl a mote of fire, um, and it's a ranged spell attack. Um, I think it only hits one of them. Uh, I'm treating them as a swarm. Oh so, right. Okay. Uh, yeah. That's fair enough. Um, Thirteen. That hits. So that is two d ten. Yeah. I like Firebolt. <laughs> no. I don't like Firebolt. Three points. Oh. Okay. Uh, the skeletons go next, and they're going to come after you, Pelicos, after that. And they're going to slam into you. Uh, 16 versus AC. <gasps> Got me. Yep. Battering you with their hands. Uh, oh, God, that's 12 points of bludgeoning damage. Ooh. Nasty. And can you make a uh, strength. strength check? Right, I figured. Ooh, non-natural 20. Oh, you're good. They try to grapple you, but you... Uh, mind the shirt, mind the, the shirt. Off the shirt. <laughs> Jay, you're up. Uh, I think I can do a sneak attack if they're all around me. Yes, you can indeed. Uh, okay. 17. Yeah, that hits... 23 damage. Yeah, you you wipe them out. The ones in front of you are, are, are all gone. <laughs> I think Pelicos is just about to be, uh, be swarmed by the last three, and you just jump in there with your dagger, I think and you've rapier. got. Uh, or do you... Your rapier, yeah. You, you slash and dice them, and uh, they all collapse to the floor. Uh, the ones behind you um, are starting to turn around. Uh, they're still looking a little uncertain. Um... But I'm going to take you out of initiative, and uh, you can uh, continue on up the corridor, um, clambering over <laughs> these horrible oh, bodies that you've left. Before um, we do, yes, I, g- I got a question. Okay, Ursula is here. Yes, <laughs> I have another question. Okay. I think about things other than dogs. Really? Um, There's no cats here. <laughs> do we think? Not often. So, so these skeletons are humanoid. Well, they're human mm-hmm. skeletons. Uh, yeah, there's some yeah, humans, some elves, some you know dwarves and halflings, etc. Do we think it's at all possible? Were I to charm a skeleton, it would tell us what's going on. Can they talk? Do they have voice? Um. Uh, they are immune to being charmed. I'll tell you that. Oh, would I know that? I guess I'll, I'll, I'll roll a um, thingy to see if I can know uh, that. Yeah, roll an arcana check, yeah. Okay, let's say, okay. Uh, 
Yep, that's a non-natural. Yeah, yeah, you know that. So that that's... I, I didn't skip bard school <laughs> on skeleton day. <laughs> Never skip skeleton day. Best day of the year. Is that when everybody dresses up as skeletons? Does the does the <laughs> face makeup and eats tacos? Yes. <laughs> Uh, no. no, that's um, that's taco day. Surely <laughs> every day is taco day. Only Tuesday. Well, Tuesday. while I'm collecting bowls, maybe I just need a taco bowl. Uh, 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 is that a bell that uh, summons tacos? Yes. Do they sell those in Tesco? That's fine, we can go to the uh, so you come to the end of the corridor and there is another uh, shut door and uh, it has a little um, lock on it uh, if one of the rogues would like to um, give it a try yes be my guest sir be my guest 29 yeah yeah you click this door open and yeah you all hurry through and I imagine you shut and lock it behind you yes, as well. yes. <laughs> I'm being very careful uh, <laughs> did they tell there you is... <laughs> well, make a shirt check. <laughs> Ooh, what would that be on? That's possibly I charisma. Yeah. <laughs> Ooh, it's a twelve. So I don't know where. Ooh, I think it's scruffed a bit. It's a bit, a bit rumpled, but more rumpled. Than... It's not stylishly rumpled. It's creased. It's creased. Oh, no. Yes. Oh, this is the worst thing that's happened to Pelicos all day. <laughs> <laughs> so. Uh, you find yourself in yet another circular chamber with a table in the middle and a corpse propped up in a chair and a locked door across the way. Uh, but there's a bit more this time. Uh, on either side of the figure who is sat on the table, you see two much larger figures, uh, about six foot five inches tall uh, and almost as wide. Uh, one is holding a massive club, another a mace. And as you get closer, you realise that these are two stone golems. Uh, They don't seem to move at all, as if they're sort of uh, inactive at the moment. Uh, But the figure uh, at the table has its head down, and uh, as your suspicions are probably raised, it is another skeleton. Uh, Behind you, uh, you hear uh, some scrabbling at the door, and uh, you hear the moan of the zombies. Bashing on the door. Uh, what would you like to do? Can we push over the golems hmm. before they animate? Because they're obviously going to animate. Yeah, make a strength Ooh, check. Oh, I have to. Yeah, <laughs> sorry. I shall join you in that. Yeah, roll with advantage then if, if Pelicans is helping. Oh, okay. Uh, 17. Yeah, okay. Yeah, you knock uh, at least one of them over. Uh, yeah, you knock one of them over and it goes clattering to the ground and shatters. Uh, are you doing the same to the other? Why not? Yes. Yeah, make another strength check. Eleven. Uh, I don't think you quite do it, but I, th- I think it takes you uh, some time to do it. I'll say you can do it, because you're not just going to give up, I think. I <laughs> think you keep trying, and eventually you do it. But uh, behind you, you see that the door is starting to buckle. Uh, what do you do? Well, friends, any ideas? So the golem on the floor is all shattered. Yep. Can we not just uh, both of them pile are. them up in front of the door? Ooh, that's a good idea. Ooh. Yeah, uh, yeah, I think you do. Uh, Tilda, take one point of inspiration. Oh, oh that's uh, cool. <laughs> I keep forgetting to give out inspiration when you guys have, a, have good ideas. What do I ideas. do with that? 
Uh, at any point, you can use it to re-roll a roll. Oh, okay. So if you roll badly, you can choose to... Aha! I will use my inspiration okay, cool. to re-roll that. Uh, so you've got one point of inspiration. Right. Thank you. Um, uh, so yeah, you've got the skeleton at the table. Uh, again, like with a losing uh, card hand uh, in front of it. Shall we take the cards? Ooh, okay. Ooh, ooh, oh no, go do it, do it. Do it. Uh, okay, you take the cards. Um, uh, let me just get a... Uh-oh. Random card generator. Uh, <laughs> oh dear. I shouldn't have done this, but then I'm a fool. <laughs> okay. Uh, you draw a ten of diamonds, and you feel a glow surround you for a moment. And roll a d10 for me. Two. Your AC has gone up by two. Ooh. Wow, cool. Ooh. Is that permanent? Or? Uh, it's, well, you don't know, but I will tell you out of game. Uh, it's for the next hour. Cool. Ah. Right. Oh, gosh. As you draw the card, though, uh, the figure sat at the table slashes out a hand to grab yours, make a dexterity saving throw. Uh, six. Uh, no, you are grabbed by this skeleton uh, that looks up at you, uh, and you see it's got long hair that sort of frames its skeletal face. Uh, it's got a little uh, like Robin Hood hat, uh, and it's got like a belt covered in knives uh, across its chest. Uh, it's got a mini crossbow at its side. Uh, it stands up, and it grabs um, a card from the deck. And it draws a two of clubs and takes uh, two points of bludgeoning damage uh, and stumbles back. Uh, can you roll for initiative again? Oh dear. Oh dear. Oh, oh no. Not 20. Cool. Ten. 21. Oh, 20. Why do I keep going first? So a nat 20 gives me 27. Ooh, okay. Um, Tilda, what did you get? Ten. Ten. I don't have any initiative. Us. Us. Oh, poor Ursa. Uh, okay. So, uh, Pelicos, you go first. Oh, well, I shall strike it. Everyone else is within five feet, aren't they? Yes. Yeah. So, technically, I could sneak attack. Yes, you can. Thing and cat and. Let's try it. Yeah, go for it. Uh, I can never wear a cap. I can never remember where it is. Seven, um, 23. Whew. Yeah. Yeah, it takes that uh, and uh, does not look happy about it. Oh, I'm sorry. Uh, I haven't thought it was my hit roll. Oh, right. Sorry. <laughs> yes, that, sorry. <laughs> okay. <laughs> So the actual roll is um, 6, 12, 15. Oof. Ouch. It's not like that either. Uh, oh, I just destroyed, destroyed the golems. So, uh, Dareth, you're next. So the golems destroyed, does that mean there's just the figure with the cards? Yes. Or have I missed something? 
I would like to, um, ooh, what would I like to do? I think I'm just gonna, I, so far they're just a bit odd. So I'm just gonna make fun of the fact that they're trapped in a basement holding a hand of cards forever ooh. and cast Vicious, vicious Mockery. mockery. Uh, do I have to make a save? Wisdom. Two plus three. So no, probably not. That is six points of psychic. Ouchie, ouchie. Small ouchie. Uh, Jay. Little ouchie. Uh, <coughs> I should get away from him, you bitch. Uh, <laughs> and stab. Uh, and <laughs> yes, you can indeed do a sneak attack. Thirty-two points of damage. Holy shit! Nice. <laughs> uh, Very yeah, nice. Yeah, you do quite a lot of uh, damage there, and it looks already quite bad off. Um, so, uh, the skeleton goes next, and it turns on Tilda, and is going to use Assassinate. Uh, so, that is going to be a non natural 20 versus your AC. Um, so you're going to take uh, 12 points of slashing damage and can you make a constitution saving throw uh, I think you have advantage on this because you're a half 11 just, you just saved uh Tilda, it is right, your go. I'm going to cast Cure Wounds on myself because I'm down to like 18 HP, which is ironic. Okay, that is yes. probably a good idea. Cool. Uh, Ursula goes next, and she's going to try and chomp on the leg of this uh, Skellington man. I guess a natural 20, well, blimey. How many times has t- Ursula's rolled a couple of natural Lord. 20s in her career? So she's going to do. I've leveled Ursula up. <laughs> So she does a bit more damage now. <laughs> Two, four, six, eight points of damage. Uh, I think she uh, o- o- almost pulls his leg off. Good dog. Uh, Pelicos. Yes, another hit. Hopefully. Yeah. Go for it. Fifteen. G- yes. Ooh. So, five... <laughs> Eight, nine. I love the sound of rattling dice. Nine, <laughs> when it's on mine, dice. Um, twelve. Yes, cool. Uh, Dareth. Um, how? As I say, how 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 unwell does the skeleton look? Pretty pretty bad off. Is it bloody? It's very chipped. I would say. Stubbity, 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 stubbity. Yeah, I might, might, might have a bit of a stat. Okay. For fun. Um, I'm, I'm going to do a bit of a rapier step a tea because I carry this rapier around because I think it looks swish and I just sing songs. So I might as well do a stab. Ten? Uh, does not hit. No, that's why I don't. <laughs> uh, Jay? Eight. Uh, does not hit. Sorry. <laughs> Uh, this boy goes next. Uh, he's going to attack. Oh, he gets two attacks, doesn't he? Shit, I forgot that last time. Oh well. Uh, he's going to attack uh, Jay. 
16 versus AC. Uh, please take 15 points of slashing damage. And can you make a constitution saving throw? Ten. I'm afraid that does not save. So you're going to take... 17 points of poison damage. Uh, for its second attack, it's going to come after Dareth. Yeah. Uh, 17 versus AC. Yeah. 19 points of slashing damage. Uh, uh, can you make a constitution saving throw? That's a... Um, yeah, 16. Yeah, you're good. Yeah, you're good. You are not poisoned. Uh, Tilda. I'm going to stab it with my short sword. <laughs> this is a good idea. Go for it. Seven. Does not hit. Not Sorry. <laughs> uh, Ursula is going to try and bite him again. Uh, and does not hit. That's a 13. Does not hit. Uh, Pelicos. Stabity, 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 stab. Um, non natural 20. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Four, 13, 17, 20. Okay, it's going to use Uncanny Dodge uh, to half that. Uh, what was it again? 20, did you say? Yeah. Okay. So it takes 10 points of damage, but it's looking really, really, really bad off. It needed that. Just let go of me! Just let go! Uh, Dareth. Uh, seeing as my stabbing didn't do as well last time, I'm gonna um, have, a, have a bit more fun with some... Whipping? Dissonant oh, whispers. some dissonant whispers, okay. Uh, I'll save the whip for when I feel like For when you're feeling in the mood. Uh, what, what is it? A uh, wisdom <laughs> save? Yeah. Uh, 15? Uh, 15 is the DC. Ooh, meat speeds, I'm afraid. So is it half damage? Yes, half damage. So my brain got very confused <laughs> about what maths is. Eight points of psychic. Cool. Okay. Uh, it collapses into a heap of bones. Hooray! Uh... Behind you, the door is really looking like it's being uh, pulverised, but the um, remains of the golems are still stacked in front of it. Uh, so you solved my <laughs> my dead rogue puzzle, and the door opposite you clicks open. Right, onwards and onwards, and let's see if we can lock this one behind us too. Search the, uh, the skeleton. Uh, yeah, make an investigation check. 26. 26. Uh, okay, yeah, you find it's got a poisoned blade, uh, which you can take if you like and add it to your inventory. Uh, it's a short sword uh, that is, uh, I think it uses your dexterity to hit if you're a rogue. Uh, basically, it's the same as uh, if you've, your, let's just say it's got the same stats as your rapier, but um, the target must make a constitution saving throw or take 5d6 poison damage. Uh, you find one other thing in its pocket. Uh, you find a grenade um, that it never got chance to use. <laughs> Good. Uh, that was its kind of dead man switch to, yeah, to, to, to kind of phrase. How can I? Uh, yes, wait. A dead man with a dead man switch. 
the holy hand grenade of uh, wherever it was, I can't remember, Antioch. The dead man's dead man switch. Yes. <laughs> if only I'd remembered uh, to dodge. Um, <laughs> I'm going to take I've, a um, swig of whiskey to take away the pain. <laughs> uh, by whiskey, do you mean healing potion? <laughs> or whiskey? Oh, could I take a healing potion too? Because I'm not well. Yes. yes. Go for it. Do you, uh, Tilda, you remember in the 17th yes. Jamie Charles book where they go under the haunted school to find the den yes. of treachery? And they had this series of labyrinthine yeah, this is rooms a bit like that, isn't it? with different tasks. I was thinking, but with that, it was um, one of the Dark Prime Minister's um, cabinet who'd set that up as a um, quest task. Who do you think set this Mark Schaefer's. Rene, <laughs> Rene de Conches. You see, that feels too obvious. I don't know. This, this Rene de, de Conches. Conches. Rene de Conches? Conches. Conches? Like, Conches. Yeah, Rene Conches. Like, like old Conches. Um... It, it's a, it's a play on um, uh, Kenny Rogers, ah. who did a song called "The Gambler." It's it's really funny. <laughs> 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 um, uh, well, yeah, how much do I get back from the We hadn't heard of this relay just until we started doing this silly thing. Uh, he... So are you saying that this relay just could have been a member of the Dark Prime Minister's cabinet, or am I getting myself confused? Why don't we find them? Oh, we'll underneath. The uh, make a history check. Make a history check, Tareth. I've got a natural one. Uh, you don't know. <laughs> uh, no healing potion will do 2d4 plus 2 hit points. Uh, unless you have a potion of greater healing, uh, which will do 4d4 plus 4. It's probably so, supposed to be up to uh, 30. <laughs> you uh, head through into the next corridor, uh, locking the door behind you. Uh, again, you see several dozen metal doors lining the way, and you also see a set of stairs, uh, which again are lined by these metal are they doors. Going up or down? Uh, uh, they are going up. Up is good. Uh, uh, now this would be a good sign. Uh, how are you um, going? Uh, how are we going? Uh, as fast as possible. Uh, yeah, I'm trying to work in out how to. Way, uh, or, like skipping. Do you want to make a perception check for me? Remind me. I should percept. Remind me what the bonus was from the soap. Uh, my first perception check was terrible. So oh yeah, you get inspiration, and my second one was fifteen. Okay, yeah, uh, you get advantage with the uh, the, the special soap. Oh, okay. um, so till there. Uh, with your 15 you can see um, yet yeah, you just stop before hitting a trip wire oh, well, that uh, makes across the floor I've set off every other trap in here <laughs> <laughs> uh, Dareth what did you get? Ooh, I, I thought it was just one of the oh, no, all of you. Um, I got a natural yeah, you're good. You, yeah you step over another um, trip wire uh, Pelkos? 14 Again, yes, you managed to dodge a tripwire that was at eye level. Uh, Jay? Mm-hmm. Yeah, he just managed to dodge a um, loose um, uh, floor stone that would have, uh, that was like a button that would have uh, right. unleashed something potentially horrible. 
I think we should all just stop moving. <laughs> what, die here? Well, no, not die here, just just stop here. This place is obviously riddled. Um, so... It's a puzzle, not a riddle. Ursula, stay. Riddle! <sighs> uh, so I think we should all just freeze in position while we work out what to do, because we're gonna trip... We're gonna trip a trap. Can I can I rearrange so I'm not standing on one leg first? <laughs> <laughs> okay, so I lean against the can wall. We, can we can we disarm traps with slight of hand? I think you can. Yeah. Um, if you and Palakos want to make some dexterity checks, how many is some? Uh, one each. Um, oops. Fifteen. Oh, no. <laughs> Uh, Jay, I think you managed to disable a few of them. Pelicos? I rolled six. <laughs> Pelicos, as you're trying to disable uh, one of the floor triggers, uh, you hear it click. Uh-oh. And then once again, the doors start to open. Bad noise! Oh, no. oh, run, 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 uh, run! Yeah, do, you want, skeletal do you want to make athletics checks, everybody? <laughs> A singular yes. skeletal bollocks. <laughs> yes. Thank you for picking that one up. <coughs> Natural 20. Uh, athletics, did you say? Oh, okay. Uh, 16. Joe. 19. Yeah, you're good, you're good. 12. Okay, Pelicos, you uh, are trying to run and a uh, zombie grabs your leg and uh, you are knocked to the floor and you take uh, six points of bludgeoning Oof. damage and are grappled. Um, Ursula comes to your aid and tries to uh, pull you up. Can you make a strength check with advantage? 18. 18, yeah. You manage to get up and uh, run up the stairs to join your comrades. Uh, Once again, you find a huge locked metal door. Uh, This has several locks on it. I think you and Jay will have to work together. So again, can you make some of your lockpick checks? Oh heck! Oh, that's better. Non-natural 17. twenty. Non-natural twenty. Okay. Uh, you managed to click the doors open uh, just as the skeletons are about to reach the top of the stairs, and you all head through and slam the door closed behind you uh, and uh, pull the locks over. Uh, you can hear them sort of hammering on the other side, uh, which you solved another <laughs> skeleton puzzle. Ooh. Did Eldar tell you lot that there'd be this much running in this <laughs> No. He did say it would be a close run thing. Mm. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, I'm running out of patience again. for these jokes. <laughs> uh, you are once again in a large circular room with a table in the middle and a central platform. Uh, the now familiar sight of a table with a long-ended card game before you. Uh, the corpse of the gambler's victim slumped in place. Uh, this figure is dressed in sort of animal skins, uh, has a large mace at their side. Uh, their hand holds a straight flush while their opponent has a royal flush, which I looked up and the royal flush is just better than that. Um <laughs> Uh, like I say, behind, you can hear the zombies hammering at the wall, but this is a much bigger door, so you probably have quite a bit longer. Uh, this corpse seems to have a bag full of um, scrolls at one side. Um, uh, so yeah, you've got the cards, you've got the bag of scrolls, you've got the skeleton. Uh, what would you like to do? Before we trigger anything... Bag of scrolls. Okay, can, fine. Can somebody... Uh, bandages really... 
deep cut I've got just here. Uh, can somebody make a medicine check? Um, I've got medicine, I'll do that. Okay, so what would you guys like to do? Scrolls. Okay, uh, make an I think we should just. I think we should just kill the dead guy first and then go through his <laughs> You mean knock him off his chair and grab his bag? That'll probably yeah. just him run. activate him. Well, we, he's going to activate anyway, isn't he? So I think we should get a few hits in before he activates. <laughs> uh, do you want to... Well, he's still sitting down. Net? Roll an attack roll against him. Okay, <laughs> I will. I, I, I'll, ta- I'll take a couple of lightning arrow shots at him. Okay, go for it. While he's sitting down. <laughs> 18? Uh, yeah, that hits. Roll, roll um, some damage. 15. Oh, wow, you do 15 points of damage. Uh, oh, no, 16, 15 was your second shot, wasn't it? 15 was my second All shot. Oh, right, yeah, yeah, that also hits. So that's what, 48? Yeah. <laughs> that's rubbish, 7. Okay, yeah, you do 7 points of damage. Um, the uh, dead creature moves its head towards you uh, and looks up at you and uh, Dareth I think you were reaching for the um, scrolls mm-hmm. it reaches out a hand and grabs your arm oh! and it looks at you and you hear a voice coming from it that says I came to the gambler to take her power so that I could extract my vengeance upon the warlock. But I failed. Don't make my mistake. I wanted her to die with me, but I could not do it. She fooled me. She's too quick, too clever. So you could say it was a bit of a risky gamble, then. <laughs> Don't mock me, please. Oh, not even a little bit. Yeah, he indicates the um, scrolls. I was investigating the warlock. It was the key. It was the key to Shafos and his success. I know it. I just had to prove it. Uh, the corpse tries to stand up, but uh, its arm falls off. Uh, Ow. It, uh, uh, you see that in this hand, there was another grenade, uh, but like the hand is like fused to it, so it's stopping it from um, exploding. Uh, the corpse shakes and tries to move, but you see like bits falling off it. I feel a bit bad for shooting it now. The soldiers... The tiny soldiers. How small are these soldiers? Soul jars. Yes, yes, yes. I got that. Jars. Soldiers. Jars of souls. Yeah. Like those. Those Hebrews we found. They. In the in the gem labyrinth. They hold the soul. In the eyes. You can't stop a necromancer that powerful. He looks over at you, Pelikos, and takes a stumbling step towards you and points. You have the stink of Malzard upon you. I did I... wash. <laughs> <laughs> Is it that a new aftertaste? <laughs> Try a new stink of Malzar. Would like to see the warlock die 
They have taken so many bodies over the centuries. But the gambler was another thing I hadn't counted on. She had powers. I was so focused on Malzar I hadn't considered her. She took my money. She took my life. She took my strength. Uh, his bottom jaw falls off and clatters oh. to the ground. Oh. He kind of just stares at it for a moment. And goes, I might, I might go and stick it back on. Uh, you try and stick it back on, um, but it sort of grabs one of your hands and kind of like looks at you while shaking and just shakes its head, and then slowly, piece by piece, it falls apart, and you see the door uh, ahead of you click and open. So. I think if we meet this gabbler, we've got to know when to hold them and we've got to know when to run. <laughs> well, yes. Um, gosh, that's profound. I like it. Um, who's got the scrolls? Dareth, I think. I, I have I have the scrolls. I, I have never been more excited to expose a dossier <laughs> in my life. I've never done it before. Uh, do you want to make an investigation, Jack? Yes, I do. However... Maybe I can. Eleven? Eleven. You flick through them. Uh, there are a series of pictures of different people, uh, all with their eyes kind of uh, blotted out. Uh, and they, from their fashion, uh, I think Pelikos helps with this by being able to name the, the fashions. Uh, you realise that they are increasingly from the past. Uh, some are more modern, uh, but increasingly they are going back into the past um, several hundred years. Uh, they are all labelled with a little M next to them. Uh, some are human men, some are women, some are non-binary, some are elves, some are dwarves, um, but they are all labelled M next to them and all have their eyes scribbled out. Do they all bear any resemblance? Nope, they do not. Uh, oh, Pelikos, you see one that is very familiar. You see one of a very stereotypical-looking warlock in sort of multicoloured robes that you remember wearing in Ragnar's Rock. Oh. Oh, I remember those robes. <laughs> hey, they were good. Do you remember the person that they're attached to, or just the robes? Uh, so you head uh, through the door, and there is not another uh, corridor of zombies this time. Phew. Oh, thank God. Uh, you find another circular room, but it's quite different uh, to the others. Instead of a table in the middle, there is a spiral sta staircase going up into the ceiling. Uh, but you are also aware that every wall is covered in bookcases. Uh, so this is some sort of library. I immediately go after the bookcases and start looking for Jerry Child's books. <laughs> uh, make investigation check. Well, you never know. Um, 15. 15. You do find uh, one of uh, the Jamie Child's books. Uh, it's one that's uh, fairly towards the middle. Uh, it was where Jamie had a confrontation with the Dark Prime Minister that uh, she, alas, uh, failed. And uh, it was like a big kind of, you know, that... Like sort of, you know, uh, what, what is it? Empire Strikes Back. Empire Strikes Back. Yeah, thing. yeah. Yes. Um, and you notice that some of the pages are like heavily annotated, 
uh, and bits are kind of circled. Uh, and there's a whole section where uh, Jamie sees uh, Thatch talking into a magic mirror uh, and seems to be talking to somebody Jamie had killed three books before. Uh, which you remember uh, thinking of it was just kind of a nice little twist uh, in the tale, but uh, the person has annotated it uh, with like a cross-reference to a um, political diary from the time. Uh, yeah. Okay, that's interesting. Can I, can I take that with me? Yes, you can. Is Melzo's diary under M? Uh, make an investigation check. 21. Yeah. Uh, You find a whole section labelled Necromancy, uh, and on one of the shelves you find a book that is titled Walking the Mirror's Road, A Study of Modern Necromancy by Professor E. W. Malzar. Uh, It has uh, some little post-its stuck in various pages. Uh, It's quite an old book that is almost like crumbling in your hands as you open it, but the post-its are fairly fresh. Uh, fresh as in like from the last couple of years um, uh, you, the first one where you find uh, a post-it uh, you see this section highlighted it says the things we call magic mirrors are tricky to fully appreciate they are doorways into the realms of the dead and that alone has made them somewhat taboo for a long time however it must be remarked that geography in that realm is slightly different to our prime material plane if one were to place a mirror in one part of our plane and another many miles away, so long as they shared the same activation spell, one could communicate through them using the astral plane's reduced geography to lessen the strain on the spell. And there's a little annotation next to it that says, Create Network of Mirrors. Uh, <laughs> the next uh, uh, bookmark you find says, A soul jar, while dangerous, presents many interesting ideas. For example, during experiments, the smallest soldier that I could perpetually sustain was the size of a set of dragon's eyes. The dragon in question was unhappy with my work, and I regard this as a bias on his part. It is my summation that with the right spells and protection, jars even the size of a human eye could be created. The benefits of this need not be stated. Necromancy is built on the pursuit of life and its preservation in all forms. A lich may possess a body, or a sorcerer may control other minds, but this is something entirely different. My experiments with the dragon showed something far more interesting. He did not simply possess the new body, he more inhabited it. He still seems bound to my will, as I was the necromancer who raised him. And he seems very unhappy about this as well. Again, that bias on his part. Just thinking of the applications of the technology brings joy I cannot explain. Uh, this section is also heavily annotated, uh, uh, you, but it's kind of frantically written, and you only notice the odd word here and there, uh, eyes, uh, mods, um, workers, uh, and then you also see the words monarch and moon also in there. Someone's trying to call the monarch on the moon using a magic mirror? <laughs> the monarch never went to the moon. <laughs> Jay, wait! I'm telling wait. you now. <laughs> what if Malzar was my monarch? No. Okay. I'm. 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 I'm.
it is confusing. Is the uh, the political diary that's mentioned in the Jamie Child's book? Is that in this room? Uh, yeah, I think with a bit. I'll carry over your investigation check from before. You eventually find it, uh, and yes, it's a a. Um, I'm trying to think of a funny name now. It's the diary of Ellis David, um, uh, who writes a lot about uh, their time in Thatcher's cabinet. Uh, and indeed, like uh, you find the um, the section uh, bookmarked again uh, that talks of uh, Thatcher's obsession with magic mirrors uh, and obsession with necromancy. And yeah, I think like um, after some flicking through like the index, uh, you find mention of um, the monarchy and uh, Thatcher's desire to uh, find the... Um, what was left of the monarchies and their family after uh, the previous monarch was fired into space. That was a really, really long time ago. It was, a ve- it was about 460 years ago. Doubt um, that there would be anyone left. Uh, maybe elves? You? Maybe elves, yes. If the, was the monarch elvish? Uh, no, they were not. Maybe necromancers. Uh, you eventually find uh, a book about the monarchy, I think, as you're sort of on this um, track. Uh, but uh, as you're kind of uh, picking it up, the door behind you is uh, again being attacked from the other side by zombies. Uh, what would you like to do? Shh! This is a library. <laughs> <laughs> the question is, whose library? Zygmunt Schaefer's. Hey, zombies. Uh, there is a set Can of stairs. Can you tell us what's happening? <laughs> oh, cool. Yes, maybe that. Yes. Mm. I, think, I think these are Mark Schaefer's notes, even if it's not his library. Or maybe his mum's notes. Do you think it's unethical to rob a bunch of books no. from a billionaire? <laughs> <laughs> uh, I think you stuff, so you stuff some books into your bags. You're asking a pair uh, of rogues about <laughs> ethics. It's never unethical to rob books from a billionaire. It's never unethical to rob anything from a billionaire. <laughs> uh, so you climb up the stairs as you uh, hear more scrabbling and banging on the doors. Uh, you're probably feeling a little tired at this point after all the many battles you've been taking. Uh, somebody's uh, got the vote out. <laughs> uh, eventually, you come to another door. Uh, it doesn't take you long to pick this lock. I think Pelicos and Jay, you've kind of got the hang of how these locks work. Uh, and uh, with a couple of little tries, you manage to click it open. Uh, and you find yourselves stepping out from behind a bookcase. So cool, you know, one of those secret doorways behind oh, a bookcase. Cool. Uh, and you find yourselves in a small office Uh, there's a desk, chair a small set of bookshelves obviously uh, some cabinets uh, and yeah just some uh, paperwork Uh, there is a door to your left that opens out onto what looks like a mezzanine floor Uh, and you uh, take a sniff of the air and uh, you can smell um, metal uh, very metallic scent uh, on the air. I'll investigate the paperwork. Okay, uh, make an investigation roll. 21. Okay, yeah. Oh, wow. Okay, with a 21, uh, you find uh, a lot of um, financial reports for Reflections Corporation. Uh, you see a um, list of uh, employees. Uh, you see um, 
some uh, like outgoings and ingoing incomings and things like that. Uh, you also see a diary. Uh, I'll say with a twenty-one, and uh, today's date uh, is uh, circled uh, with um, the time of uh, say like nine o'clock in the evening, uh, and you realise it is almost nine o'clock in the evening right now. Uh, with Mark's speech uh, labelled on it. Oh. This isn't his office. Could be. His secretary's office? What was his secretary's name? Uh, Evelyn. Evelyn, yeah. Is it her office, do you think? Uh, do you want to head out of the, of the office? <laughs> I'm sidling to the door. I'm going to see what I can see. Can someone lock the other door? Yes. Oh, yes, yes. You push the, the, the bookcase closed. Um... Uh, we so, move the desk in front of it as well. Just <laughs> good idea. <laughs> uh, you, Pelicost, you have a look out the door, and you are on a mezzanine floor overlooking a factory floor, uh, like a sort of warehouse part of it. Uh, hundreds of tiny boxes lined on shelves, uh, flickering lights uh, uh, that are swinging back and forth. Uh, you spot some people marching up and down the aisles between the shelves, pushing large wheeling crates and trolleys. Um, the mezzanine goes all around the perimeter uh, and you see a set of stairs going down to the floor uh, not far from where you're standing um, yeah so we're in reflections you're in the factory it seems hmm. what, is it a factory that's made this is my reflection mirrors? yes indeed it seems to be a magic mirror factory we're in the heart of the the, the evil yes. empire we're in the belly of the beast. As you're standing there, uh, a human woman in a blue jumpsuit uh, comes around the corner on this medicine and walks right past you without even looking at you uh, and then just goes down the stairs and joins the rest of the crew. That's normal. Blimey. Did anyone else see that? Are we invisible? Um... Are we, are we dead? Well, I can see you. <laughs> yeah, but if you're invisible and dead, you shouldn't be able, you should be able to see you. They're mind control, obviously. There must uh, be. Uh, back in the office, oh, you see uh, a magic mirror that is on the wall, a sort of wall-mounted one, uh, flicks on. And uh, on the mirror, you can see the face of Mark Shafos. Can the face of Mark Shafos see us where we're standing? Apparently not, because he is on a stage giving a talk, uh, and he said, uh, "You like hear some applause," uh, and he is saying, "Thank you, thank you." And I can also confirm that profits are at an all-time high as we expand our market share by more than forty percent. Thank you. Yes. Now, friends, shareholders, investors. We have cut the cost of manufacturing by more than half. How? Well, let me ask you a question. When you hear the word necromancy, what images spring to mind? You probably imagine robes, dark cellars, skulls on tables, mysterious candles, etc. Relics of the past. We are modernizing necromancy for a new generation. We are developing state-of-the-art techniques, implementing new incentives for our factory employees. Have you ever heard of a soul jar? In the old days, it was a dangerous bit of magic where a necromancer put a soul into a jar to transport it around safely. But we here at Reflections have expanded the reach of this technology. Now we have made it safe, reliable, and affordable. 
Behind you, three workers in jumpsuits are staring at you, their eyes glowing faintly. Oh yes, our workers no longer need to worry about crippling debt, no longer need to worry about getting ill or losing their lives. Our factory workers no longer need to spend time on things like toilet breaks, food, water, or shelter. They are free from mortal concerns. This will save the company millions. And uh, the workers take a few steps towards you, as Mark Sheefoss says. What's more, they all can double as not only factory workers, but as security. And the factory workers reach into their belts and draw a, a large wrench each. And they all say, in unison, We love working for Reflections. It's not cruel. The reports are false. We are happy. The pay is great. The benefits are unparalleled. Life was never this good. Oh. Behind you, Mark Schaefoss is laughing. Thank you for coming to my dead talk. Oh. oh. The Campaign Trail was written and produced by Joel Corner. It starred Aim Phoenix as Dereth Moonbeam, Stephen Poor as Pelicos the Various, and Joanne Hall as Tilda Northwanderer. Jay Moon P.I. was played by Pete Sutton. The voice of Mark Schaefoss was Jonathan Wendit. The theme music is The News Team by Dr. Hollywood. Additional music credits are in the episode description. You can follow The Campaign Trail at thecampaigntrail.co.uk on Twitter at the campaigncast, on facebook.com forward slash campaigncast, at soundcloud.com forward slash joel-corner, that's j-o-e-l hyphen c-o-r-n-a-h, and at joelcorner.com. In next week's episode, the Mirror Factory has some deadly secrets hidden behind its doors. Can our team find the evidence they need to bury Shafos at last? Until then, go back to your constituencies and prepare for adventure. <laughs>